When you don't even realize you're being resistant, how do you stop and what the heck are you supposed to do instead? Hi, welcome to another conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. I'm looking forward to this show today. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we have a really good juicy confessional from a listener. So thank you, thank you, dear listener, for coming with such a vulnerable, real, and honest question that I think so many other listeners are going to relate to. I really appreciate the way you guys put yourselves out there and trust me with your really personal stories and situations. And I'm always really privileged to be able to uh, give you some direction and send you where to go next. And today's question, like, wow, it kind of hits me a little bit on a personal note. It tackles the conversation of resistance. And a lot of times, and just like this listener today, when I am being resistant, I don't even know I'm being resistant. I haven't even acknowledged that um, there's something about a situation that's calling me to move in a certain way that I don't actively want to choose to move toward. I just know that suddenly I'm asking way more questions and looking for way more details. And then suddenly that for me is how it sort of pops up of like, oh, some this old dog doesn't want to learn new tricks. This person, you know, knows the lay of the land. She just doesn't want to get get in the car and drive. So that's how it it shows up for me, which is, I think, a little bit easier than it showed up for today's listener because she was called out on her resistance in a, a way that I just have to be honest that as I read it felt really hurtful. Um, so I just, I, I hope that, you know, as people listen to this, they show the listener some compassion. But listener, I also, um, by the way, why don't I have one of those advice shows where people give themselves really cheeky names because I don't want to just call you listener. Um, but today, maybe I'll just call you called out. But dear listener, like I, I just want you to like know and maybe hold some compassion for yourself as you hear this um, letter come back to you that I, I think that there were nicer ways for the person to give you feedback than you received. And I, I don't think that you were treated very compassionately. I know that I also don't know the whole story and I don't know how you showed up in the situation if perhaps you showed up in such a way deserving of a response. But the kind-hearted way you wrote this letter, the genuine sort of tone and introspection you're taking in sort of cleaning up the mess really indicates to me that you have to be kinder to yourself. So I'm hoping that as you start this do-over, as you've reached out to me for your first next steps, I hope you listen to this with more compassion and um, maybe a little more self-acceptance for yourself too. So here goes, here's your letter and I'll find you on the other side. Heather, I write to you with some embarrassment. A lot of embarrassment. I just finished a three-month coaching package with a business coach. She was working with me on visibility. I'm trying to move an offline business online. As our first three months were wrapping up, I asked her if I could sign up for another three months, and she stated rather plainly that she believed the reason I needed more time is that I wasn't coachable. She said I didn't do the work. She said I wasn't open to a new way of doing things and that she chooses to work with clients who come to her with less resistance. 
Ooh, like I, I gotta tell you, I heard that and took a breath for you. I've never been a difficult person. Heather, I'm not used to being seen like this or in this light, and I'm so discouraged because I really did try my best. Some of her strategies were simply new to me, and the tech aspect was a little confusing. I wasn't used to building clientele in the way she described. I didn't feel like I said no so much as I said I don't understand. That being said, I know that I am rather limited in how I see things and make decisions. I know myself pretty well, and I think some of her feedback was probably pretty accurate. I didn't know, though, at the time that I was being resistant. Is that what they mean when they talk about resistance when they talk about it in terms of mindset? Can you help me better understand the concept and maybe help me figure out what I can do so that I don't piss off my next business coach? Okay, <laughs> yes, I definitely want to help you not piss off your next business coach. And, you know, I see this from both sides. I see the coach perspective and I see the client perspective. But I got to tell you, the way I read this letter and the way you wrote it, and I know you probably have a little bit of hindsight 2020, the first thing that I want to ask you is how long your business coach has been in business and how many people um, your business coach has successfully um, built businesses for and coached into successful businesses because her response really sounds like a new business coach. I know that a lot of us are empowered to only work with the clients we love and to you know, we're sort of told as coaches that we don't have to work with people that we don't want to work with, that we get to choose our ideal client, etc., etc. But the task you hired her with, moving an offline business online, there really are a lot of learning steps. I can tell you because I did it myself and I was in the weeds for like the first year, even though I had a business coach and I was a member of a business coaching community too. So I, I just want to remind you and just maybe recognize and validate for you that brick and mortars and onlines are two different beasts and they're two different animals. And it makes, you know, it's no surprise to me that this was a hard transition for you. And maybe I'm taking your side because I had to do that too. And it was a hard transition for me. So the first thing I want you to do is to show yourself some compassion as you look at this, because if you come at it from a, I screwed all of this up. If you turn it into a story that you're not capable as a business owner, that you're somehow less than you didn't do it right. You're not a real business owner, or you're not cut out for success, or you attach any kind of story to it. I think you're going to set yourself back before you can move forward. And I would really like to sort of prevent that from happening happening if I can. But that being said, you know, one of the things that you're acknowledging and the piece that I have to work with here is that you're acknowledging that you're set in your ways, that you make decisions for your business in a certain way. And my guess is that like what you did online, like the, the phrase that's coming to mind as I think this through for you is what got you here won't get you there, right? We hear that a lot in the mindset space. And the way you do things in the offline world doesn't always work online because in the offline world, you're usually catering to a very specific local market. In the offline world, like the, the advertising is less relational. It's less about building that know, like, and trust factor, but the going sort of mantra and training and teaching and templates for building online businesses have a lot to do with visibility. 
have a lot to do with putting yourself out there, building a personal brand, letting people know and like and trust you. And when you've just done it locally, people are just like passing your name around and they don't really know you. Um, it's, it's a different animal to show up online. And I, I understand that you're in that transition. And so what you have to decide and own, first of all, is I want you to get in the driver's seat of this business because I, th- you know, the idea that you did this coaching package and you were on the ball to go three months with this woman and she was like hell no I have no interest in that like that is a really big discrepancy from your experience and her experience so either she just kind of put on the face and put on the mask and pretended to go on as she'd always gone and then as soon as it was three months was up she was going to be done with you but like she didn't have a conversation with you she didn't engage with you she didn't tell you in six weeks like listen I think you're being really resistant if if she had, I really hope you would have put that in the letter because it sounds like this completely caught you by surprise. And I'm just going to operate my advice from that place that you guys didn't talk about this sooner than three months. And again, that to me is a sign of in, an ineffective and um, less experienced business coach. So give yourself some slack there. But when you think about what she taught and trained you to and the example she set, did you buy into her model? Because there's more than one way to skin a cat. And the online model has a very sort of prescriptive way of building business. Like a lot of people will tell you, like, just show up on social media, be consistent, engage with your audience, do this, do that. And I've talked on the show recently how that's exhausting the crap out of me. And it's not particularly feeling very good for me these days. So one of the things that I've learned is that you have have to buy into the prescription. And if you don't buy into the prescription, of course, the business coach is going to see you as resistant. But for you, it might be your preference. And the way to figure out the difference between preference and resistance is preference means you have to choose what you're willing to do instead. So say, for example, she came up for some cockamamie idea that you needed to be posting on Pinterest 10 times a day, Facebook, Facebook three times a day in one YouTube video a week. I don't know what she told you to do, but say that was her visibility strategy. And she had, you know, told you you had to do the the lead magnet route where you get people on your email list and she teaches you how to do that. You get to look at that plan and say, I am not someone for video. Like, sure, I know that visibility is good with a YouTube channel, but I don't like video. Or sure, I love video, but my God, if you make me go on Pinterest, I'm going to shoot myself in the head. You know, knowing like what you don't want and what you don't prefer, you then have to decide what you're willing to do instead. And when something really legit scares you and you know your stuff and you know who you are and you know who you're bringing to the table and you find yourself not wanting to move in a direction, you have to be curious about it because a lot of times we resist and we sort of, you know, like if we're if we're being dragged somewhere, it's like we put our heels in the sand and, and kind of like we dig in and make it even harder to move. Sometimes we do that instinctively and reflexively. <laughs> reflexively, that's not a word. <laughs> we, we do it on reflex. <laughs> um, 
And we just do it from this place of reaction of like, oh my God, I don't even know what I'm afraid of. I don't even know what I don't want, but like, oh my God, this sounds scary. So I'm just going to say no. I'm just going to stop. We have to be curious about that. We have to figure out why are we pausing? Is it just because it's going to put us outside our comfort zone? Is it because it's challenging a skill set that we don't imagine we have? Is it something that feels out of line and out of integrity with our values and our priorities? We don't get to just say no without saying why and what we're willing to do instead. And my guess is that part of the process was dropped in your coaching arrangement with this person. So you are going to have to know and own that when you feel like you don't know the way, when you feel like something's unclear, you're going to have to look inward before you act outward. You're going to have to do the gut check. You're going to have to see what lines up, what isn't working, and be curious about it so you can better understand yourself and better communicate it to the coach. So the, you know, it's, it becomes self-awareness and I talk about this all the time. So long as we know ourselves, if we know why we tick, then we can identify what we need and make those needs non-negotiable and set ourselves up for better success. Now you are going to be scared. You are going to be called to be outside your comfort zone, to risk failure, to put yourself out there. You get to decide how. You get to remind yourself that you can stay in your brick and mortar business, that you don't have to move online, that that moving online was something you chose because you wanted, I'm assuming, to make a bigger impact or wanted to, you know, maybe perhaps create passive income for yourself. I don't, you know, I don't know what led to this decision, but usually people who make that decision are looking to go bigger and bolder for one reason or another. But, you know, as you look at all of that, you then get to decide how you're going to get there. You get to own like the parts that are scary and then decide what you need to set yourself up for success. And one of the things that I think your coach and I probably have in common, and I've owned this on the show, that sometimes I make things sound stupid like stupid easy, like, and I'm guilty of using the word just like, well, you just need to do this or all you need to do is that. And why haven't you done this? And I I think that people who have, you know, sort of done this or talked about this for a while can get used to giving advice and direction on repeat. But for you, it is going to take time. It is not something you've done a million times. So you are going to have to get practice at this. Anybody working with you needs to know that you're new and that you need to get practice at this so that, you know, they can, they can meet you where you're at and encourage you to grow. And when you face that scary stuff, the best thing you can do is say it out loud. Oh, that makes me nervous. Or, oh, that makes the hairs go up on the back of my neck. Or, oh God, I really don't want to do that. And if you choose your next business coach, uh, you know, with that in mind, talking to somebody and being honest, by the way, it's really, <laughs> I'm sure you want to run away from this. I'm sure you don't want your next business coach to hear that you got fired by your last one. But I absolutely would have an honest discussion to say, I'm new at this. I had a couple of 
with hiccups. I'm really looking for somebody who can believe in me, who can help me work through my fears a little bit, and who can set me up for success. You know, the other thing, too, is we're not talking about long-term, like, you know, work where you have to poke around in your inner psyche for a while. This is something you and I could clear up in a session, I think. So if you want to reach out to me or anybody listening wants to reach out to me for a one-and-done session, I'll put the link in the show notes for that as well. It comes with an hour-long session and then a week of follow-up on Voxer so that we can talk you through the steps that we talk about in that initial hour. I think something like that would really set you up for success. But the thing that you need to recognize is that you don't get to just make the change from brick and mortar to online. You also are owning that you're choosing to take on these new challenges. You're also choosing to take on the new beliefs and the new ways of moving through the world so that when it gets hard and when it gets scary or when it gets intimidating, you can remind yourself that you were choosing this. Because what often happens if somebody's giving us a direction we don't like or that feels uncomfortable, we can put our energy on the individual giving us the bad direction and not on ourselves and what we need to do. Because if you call it out and you say, oh, this feels kind of uncomfortable, this feels a little off, or wow, I'm not really sure about this, then it gives your business coach something to work with, or it gives me as your mindset consultant something to work with. Like, okay, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? And what do we have to get you to do instead? So that you actively engage in the process rather than react to it. And my guess is that's what happened with you, that you started reacting, you started holding back, you took less action. Maybe you tried to be one of those clients, because I've certainly had them too, that just like start getting agreeable, but they're actually not doing the work. They just agree about it. So they think that I'm not going to ask a follow-up question or check to see if they really did the work. But you want to look at yourself and how you're showing up. You want to be open and honest and confront the fear dead on. Look at in the eyes. And then the next thing is, is that all of that involves choosing and accepting less control. So if we're going to do that, if we're going to take away that defense mechanism, we absolutely have to replace it with something stronger and of value. And for me, with this conversation, I want to remind you that you get to choose how. So you don't have to choose all of the social media strategies or all the visibility strategies if they all get you outside your comfort zone. But you'd probably have to pick one or two um, to get you going and to get you on the way. Or maybe you just do it differently. So you follow the sort of script and you follow the template, but you put your own spin on it. Because once we choose success, once we choose to go bigger, once we choose to go bolder, we absolutely positively get to decide how. But, you know, this is different for you. Um, I don't know how new it is for you to ask for help or to suddenly feel like you're not the expert at your business, but that was something that made me hugely resistant when I first started online is that I had like the brick and mortar thing down. I was making six figures. I was super successful. Everybody now makes fun of me because my tagline 
and was like, I had a waiting list and all of that. Like I was on it. And then suddenly to feel like I didn't know anything online, that all of it was new and putting me in that newbie role sucked. And I had to remember that the business strategy was new, but I wasn't new to being a boss. I wasn't new to owning a business. I was just new to this part. And sometimes if we can make it smaller, more manageable and turn it into bite-sized pieces, the change is also easier to swallow then too. So here's what I would also say, and, and you didn't ask me for my advice on this. So, you know, I'll, I'll, it's okay if you want to skip this part. But like, I also think it's worth going back to your business coach and saying, hey, like, I didn't know you saw me that way. Like, this was what I was intending. This is what I was hoping for. And I, I understand that I'm not your ideal client. And I accept that. But I just like, it would have been better if you had given me this feedback sooner, or, you know, I really would have worked, you know, differently to um, make this a more pleasant working experience for you or something like that. Because I, I think sometimes it's, you know, business coaches are told all the time that like, if it doesn't work, you can fire your clients. And it's really empowering for business coaches to hear. But I think sometimes there has to be context. And I don't think that your coach offered you that. So thank you so much for reaching out. Um, you're not the only one resistant. You're not the only one who knows all of their problems and all of their issues and they just can't get out of their own damn way. So I, I hope this helps. Um, I hope that people listening to find it helpful as well. And again, if you're just stuck in your own way like this, it probably only takes a session um, a week with me to, to get right. So I'm going to include that link in the show notes for you to work with me. And you can maybe start thinking about how how you're ending 2018 and how you're going to set 2019 up for success. And do you really want to bring all the old baggage and all the old crap with you into January? Or maybe you work with me for a week or two and we dump it, sort it out, unpack it and like leave the crap and take the lessons and, and move on to what's next. So something for you to consider as you head into your week. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really, really listener again, like, I guess I'm going to call you called out. So really called out. I hope you're feeling sort of more wrangled back in, more accepted and more understood because I certainly do feel where you're coming from. Thank you so much for the question. I really enjoyed answering it. And if anybody else has a question, you can always find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.